What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you want to hear the second half of this conversation with Mustafa, head over to the World XP Soccer channel. Link down below in the description. Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please drop us up, drop a like, and let us know your thoughts below in the comments. Also, please consider supporting our podcast via the link below. It really helps us out. Mustafa, welcome to the World XP Podcast. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Eric. Yeah, for sure. So background into this guy. We went to high school together. And for those that have seen the episodes with John Markle, I call him the uh, resident sports sports writer for the <laughs> podcast, even though there's, well, we just make it up. The three of us have a group chat and all we do is talk about sports. And I figured it was long time coming to get the other one, the third member of the group chat <laughs> on the podcast. Here he is. How you doing, dude? I am well. Thanks for having me. It's been a long time coming. Happy to talk soccer, sports, and anything in between. Yeah, for sure. So you, well, well, let's start MLS first because that's in our backyard. We're going to DC United game um, this Saturday. I think they're playing. Who are they? I don't. Oh, Phil, Philly. 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 Because John, of course, is a Philly fan, and maybe he yep. will show up wearing Philly gear, and we are going to pretend to not know him. Well, when, exactly. When, when we're there. Exactly. <laughs> when when the beers come pelting down from the stands, <laughs> I'm running for cover. Um. So as of the time of recording this, last night, uh, Miami was playing Cincinnati in the Open Cup, and they came back from two nil down to win on penalties. What are your, well, first, what are your thoughts? I guess, what are your thoughts on Messi generally? Just like how the, his move to MLS, what it means for the league. I've had people asking me if it's bad for the league because he's too good or if it's good for the league because he's here and all Like, what are your thoughts? It's definitely good for the league if you have somebody of Messi's caliber that has won it all for, on the international and even the league stage has been at Barcelona since he was 10 years old, incubated through that system. You know, you can say what you will about La Liga and Messi never playing in the Prem, but he's won Champions League, played with some of the greatest players in the world. So him coming to Miami and MLS, as much as it is, you know, his swan song, if you will, you can see tangibly how he's raised the level of not just MLS ticket sales, jersey sales, but the players around him who are mostly lower level players, you know, with all due respect to them, except a couple others who've played like Yedlin having played in the Premier League, but he's raised the level. You can say he walks on the pitch, but he knows when to turn it on like that. Messi's a magician. The GOAT debate is settled. I don't care what anybody says about Messi or Ronaldo. <laughs> it's Messi. He's on his way to win, I believe, his eighth Ballon d'Or, well-deserved, and he he's just that guy. As short as he is, he just maneuvers around the pitch, raises everyone's level, and is a captain without just, you know, not a vocal captain, but he leads on the pitch with his actions for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, people saying, oh, is, is, could it be bad for the league? And I was like, I see no downsides. There's no there's no downsides. Like, the only potential downside that there could be is in two or three years, there's going to be a messy-sized hole in the league when he retires. But it's like, well, right. it's like that that would happen any anyways anywhere he goes um people are like well he's scoring too much it's like no he did this to la liga mm. for as he did this to la liga for 15 years or however long it right. was um yeah so i see i see no downsides and also to me he just looks happier than he did in paris i don't know i don't know That's to like you he... If, yeah he just looks That's happier right. like he he's got he brought his friends with him busquets and yes. alba and yeah. Man, mm-hmm. is just, man is just living his best life, dude. That's living in Miami. Like, what else do you mm-hmm. want? 
and getting the TV deal share from Apple and I believe from Adidas kit sales. So he, you know, he's living and at 36 years old, he won the World Cup. What else does he need to win? He's won Champions League. He's won Club World Cups. He's won gold medals. He's just let him let him coast if you want to call it coasting. But he's producing. He has, I believe, nine goals and two assists last night. You know, he didn't score last night, but two beautiful, messy like assists that yeah. set them up to win in penalties. Were you winning? Were you watching the game live? Do you hear Ray Hudson's commentary? He doesn't pull rabbits yeah. out of his magic hat. Yes. He pulls kangaroos. I was like, yo, yes. what are you talking about, Ben? Nah, I know. I didn't understand half of it, but his commentary was so good, especially with the the handball that wasn't, you know, his commentary. Yeah. He, he, he's just a great, great commenter. I'm of, I'm of the mindset that American commenters are horrible, but hey, don't, don't come know. for I, me. No, they're not all horrible. No, I think Stu Holden hey. does. Uh, I think Stu Holden does all right. Yeah, Taylor Twelman, Stu Holden, yeah, and then Ian Dark, but Ian Dark's British, I believe. Yeah, I know, but Taylor actually, Twelman Stu Holden, is... Stu Holden's not—he's not American. I, I don't believe he's think he's he's something. But he's not he American. Played, well, he played for the U.S. national team. So do many Mexicans. I don't know. Well, he doesn't have an accent, so yeah, I don't know. But no, it's, I think Stu Holden's good. Taylor Twelman is is decent as well. I don't mind. I don't mind either of them. Some of the MLS yeah. ones are are different, but the but the ones yeah. that ESPN has are are good. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And then obviously, then they've got the the ESPN FC crew running around. Do you watch ESPN FC much? Yes, uh, yes. Craig Burley's grumpy Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I've. I don't know anybody else that watches that show, so it's good to hear that somebody else watches it. Dan Thomas, oh, sure. Dan Thomas might be one of the best hosts at keeping yeah. that energy alive. Like the like the chemistry they have is is crazy. When, when um Don Hutchison and uh Robson comment mm-hmm. do color commentary, I think they're both very good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, that whole crew like to have a dedicated soccer specific show separate from the mainstream Sports Center ESPN programming that doesn't really cover soccer in the states is good again if we're talking about raising that level raising that awareness and getting more people not just psyched for the club world cup in 25 but also the world cup that we're you know co-hosting as well to get to drive that momentum and the swell of you know soccer to make it crack the top you know even if it's fourth on that on the level it'd be good when is um copa america is this when is it this next summer Yes, Copa America, and then they're doing the Club World Cup in 25, and then obviously the World Cup. Well, it's going to be a big couple of years for U.S. soccer. Let's hope that they don't screw it up. The federation, <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, sure, I'm, a, I'm sure they'll find, I'm sure they'll find a way to uh, to do so. But other news, U.S. soccer, Pulisic scored last weekend on his debut for Milan, so that's good news. Right. Um, I'm hoping that him and Yunus Musa find regular first team first team playing time there. Of course, um, and everyone's already saying, you know, how we ruined him at Chelsea. And again, I think it's a, it's only half the picture of like, he has a lot of injuries. He may not get them for the national team. And he yes, he shows up for the national team, but Chelsea is a whole different animal. You have so many other players that are better than him on there. And he's the man right now. He's the man for the national team. And so it's easy to, you know, you're starting every game. You're getting that minutes, those confidence. That let's confidence go, let's go on that, though. How many players were actually better than him when he was there? At Chelsea, yeah, yeah, in in his in his positions. Okay, so if you're talking about in his position, uh, I mean, if you're sitting and like we'll go, we'll go with the Conte Conte Tuchel system, the three four two one, those two behind the striker, who is actually better than him. And I don't, I I don't, I don't say this 
Mm-hmm. I don't mean to say that he was the best of of the lot, but to I don't I can't think of one that was head and shoulders above above him. And I so, will say that Ziyech was better than him. I I know he played, he played less than he played less than than Pulisic. So, like that, to your point, like Pulisic. I don't know if he was the best, but I also don't think he got he got a fair, uh, fair like chance. Right, he would go in mm-hmm. for one or two games, then he score, and then right. he'd be on the bench again, right? Because they've got such a big squad. Because you guys have such a big mm-hmm. squad, you had to do squad rotation. So I don't. Yeah, sure, he was hurt, but then you pop him in. He scores against Real Madrid, and then like right. he's benched. Then he's benched the next game. It's like what is like what is going right. on there? So I don't. Right part obviously he had the injuries for sure, but I Absolutely. also I also think that if he had just been given a run like an actual mm-hmm. run of games, and I don't mean like five games, I mean like fifteen to twenty games, that he he would have come good because I because when he played he scored that's that's the thing. But was well. he like, was he even healthy for fifteen to twenty games in a row? Well, we never knew because he never because he never he never played. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I'll say this again. That, that's a consequence of having a, such a bloated squad. You have different personalities, and Christian not necessarily being one that maybe would rile and rock the boat and, you know, go to the manager's office for complaining for minutes. That may also have played into it. But, yeah, he yeah. had some good good moments for us, especially that you mentioned Madrid in our lead-up to winning the Champions League a few seasons back. So yeah. I'll miss him. I'll miss him. Yeah, okay. for sure. Like, And I don't – like again, this is not mean – like, I'm not – gonna say he's the greatest thing since sliced bread at Chelsea right but I don't I don't think it's unfair to say that you guys didn't do well by him like yeah I don't I don't think that's an unfair assessment I don't think that he like he's not completely absolved of all responsibility right but but to say that like I think saying that you guys ruined him is more fair than saying he was injured if that makes sense. In a way, I'd have to go back and look at the numbers of games actually played. I think he was there for six seasons. And with He, he was back when even William was there. And you can argue William was better than Pulisic. Yeah, he probably know. was. So, he I mean. He was at the time. Because when he went over there when he was, what, 19? Yeah, yeah. So, I would, like, so if mm. you're going to buy a young player and you want him to develop and then you don't give him game time. You like, what him. Do you? Yeah, well, they didn't do that either. Yeah, well, he, was in, he was in that tweener stage where he was. He was good enough right. to like get into the first team, but not quite good enough to be a full time starter. So he was good enough that they didn't want to loan him. Mm-hmm. But then he wasn't good enough to be starting every week. And that's a right. that's a tough situation to be in. You'd almost rather him be like a half step below. So they loaned him out and he was playing week in, week out somewhere else. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. And that's that's the case with a lot of US players. You see Matt Turner just got I guess his was a permanent move just to get minutes. Zach stepping before him, loaned down to get minutes. Mm-hmm. A lot of these US stars who aren't first team talents, you know, have to do that just to get game time. And Pulisic, yeah. you know, made the move that was right for him. Yeah, I think he did because I think he's I think he's a Champions League level level player level talent. I think anyways. week in, week out. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how he goes with uh with Milan, but Turner, I think that's a good move for him. He's still Definitely. in the prem. He's going to face a lot of shots, right? He's going. He's playing for a team that's t- going to be towards the bottom of the table. So mm-hmm. in terms of him being sharp for the next couple of years, if he, I don't know how long his contract was, but that's right. a good move for him, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Musa, 
I don't know if he was playing all that much at Valencia off the top of my head. I don't, right. I don't know. Was he? I think I think he last I saw he was he was injured, but he was a regular rotation player. So yeah. yeah. Um I do yeah. have to ask this though, since yeah, we're yeah. on the subject of Turner. This came up last night. And in fact, given their League's Cup recent win and they're vying for a championship now in about two, three weeks' time, Drake Calendar challenging Matt Turner. That's been a hot topic for the one. I haven't seen enough of him to say one way or the other. Like that to me feels like a gut reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he saved a couple pens. Nice. Like, I, right. I don't know. Um, like, saving pens is great, but the whole the whole pack, like, I don't know how good he is with his feet. I don't know how good he is, right. like, handling and with his one-on-ones and, and all the other things um, that you would need at that level. So... I don't know. Maybe as one to watch, I'll I'll keep an eye on him because I don't even know who else who else would be in the pool because it seems like Stefan has kind of fallen out of it. I mean, you never know with Greg Berhalter back. You never know. He didn't take him to the World Cup. They may mend things over, but there's a couple of young goalkeepers that you know. Chelsea has there's Gagas Lonina. He's also yeah, loan, been loaned out. Uh, and Horvath as well as the other one. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking Brad Guzan's done. I don't know. You know, you never know for sure. But Guzan, you know. I think Guzan's done. He's like 87 years old. He's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not coming back. Um, yeah. Let's see other national team news. Oh, Tyler Adams went to Bournemouth, didn't he? He did. Chelsea deal collapse. I I actually I gotta tell you, I actually when I saw that I was happy, but then when they made room to get Caicedo and. Romeo Leva, I was like, okay, good. You know, we have a nice young core to set us up for the next ten years, and we could we could you know lose Adams. He's a more of a defensive minded guy. We need goals. We struggled to score goals last season, so. Well, yeah, you need yeah. a striker. You got one training. You got one training with the kids right now, Lukaku. You know, you know, pop him, oh. and pop him in the lineup. No, no. Because all I see right now is you guys in the fifteenth right now, so. We, you know, look, it's season's still young. Season's still young. So, I mean, hey, I, I'll tell you the much. We're building for the future. You know, we've got a great, I think we've got the best midfield in the Premier League. I'm thinking top, the, if you're looking at top six, I think so. As young as they may be, talented individually, commanded great fees. I, I'll argue we we overpaid on both on Enzo Fernandez and Caicedo. But and, again, and Lavia, I think you paid on, overpaid on all three, to be honest. I haven't seen enough of him. I can't speak. He was a Southampton. They're they're perennially relegated. So, you know, I don't follow Southampton football. But hey, if if Liverpool was bidding for him, I have to imagine because they they have a decent midfield of the past seasons as well. So you have to imagine he's decent. Yeah. Liverpool likes a bargain though, no? So like they ended up with Endo for eighteen sixteen or eighteen mil or whatever. And mm-hmm. he might I don't know. I feel like that's a good sign. I think they went in for they went in for somebody else, I think, today. Today, I, I haven't caught up with the news. I don't know. But, yeah, you see, City's going to sign um, Mateus Nun- Nunez from Wolves. I saw that. I saw they need, and Wolves needs to get a good fee. It has to be fifty plus mil for that. I think. Yeah. I think it is. Did you watch the United Wolves game, the first in in week one? Yes. Yes. Wolves I did. looked really good, man. They looked, looked so really good. Really good. I, they just couldn't yeah. score. Yeah, that was the Onana, the Onana yep. pen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah, Mateus Nunez looked. Mateus Cunha looked really good as well that game. He that mm-hmm. he's a problem. I would not want to mark him in midfield, dude, because he can yeah. turn you both ways, and he's so strong and fast that he just gets away from you. It's like it's a nightmare to deal with players Absolutely. like that. Yeah, yeah, and. And I saw their second game too, like I believe against Brighton. And although they got demolished, I think you know the substitute, the in-game substitutions their their manager made with Kim Kee-hee, who should be a starter. He should be starting, I personally think, because when he came on, he set up the he scored, I believe, their only goal that they had in that match. So. Yeah. So Brighton are looking good, right? They lose McAllister and Caicedo, and they're sitting yeah. top. They're sitting top of the table right now. Did dude, not see that. Did not see that coming. Dude, Matoma, Matoma's. Dude, he's so good, and Ferguson, so good. Ferguson as well, is gonna be is gonna be mm-hmm. a baller. Um, Sunny Marsh, they have a lot of great players. Yeah, great players. and they'll they'll find some kid in Uruguay somewhere or whatever, and <laughs> get him for three mil and sell him for mm-hmm. whatever. Like their the recruiting department. I was I was listening to, I don't remember if it was a podcast or what it was, but mm-hmm. some a. Uh, uh, a recruiting guy at Arsenal, I think, said all all the rest of the Prem is like two or three years away from where Brighton is in terms of their network, um, mm-hmm. which is way better than where DC United is, where Wayne Rooney is looking at football manager. So, <laughs> it's, no, uh, Brighton is good. You thought when they let go of Graham Potter that they'd just fall off a cliff, but they've made masterful, masterful sales, bring in a lot of money. They've yet to really invest that money. So, you know, we're going to see as, you know, the transfer windows open up the successive ones, what they do with it. But I don't foresee Matoma being around much longer with no. his performances now. Probably January, you think he'll be gone? You think there'll be some, I, th- I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it'll be at the end of this season. I don't the know. End Jan- of the season. January seems a little soon, but also if like, I don't know if Diaz and Gakpo get hurt or whatever. No, no, because Liverpool, Liverpool doesn't have a hundred million to spare. All right, well, do. fine. Insert other club with wingers. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, look, hey, Chelsea, Real Madrid, those those types of players that'll that'll go and you know produce and have the money to do it. Let's see, but PSG, no, PSG will ruin him. PSG's a mess. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we can talk about PSU too, but my Premier League top four as of right now, we got City, Arsenal. You're talking for the end of the season. Yeah, City, Arsenal. Is this in order? Yes, in order. City, Arsenal, Newcastle, and Chelsea. I got I got to wrap my Chelsea blue. I think they'll figure it out. Season's still young. They have a lot of young players. They need to, you know, a couple games here or there. There's going to be some mistakes. I think. So, what are we? Who fin- who you go five and six? This was tough. I put as of right now. I put man, I put it Man United Liverpool, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's Brighton instead of Man United. If Brighton can keep this up, they're young. They're, they have young legs. You never know. What do you think about Aston Villa? I just think their their keeper's been poor. He's been poor. Who is their keeper? I don't even know. Martinez from Argentina. Oh, Emmy Martinez. Oh, duh. But, but he's Did he just not have a good start to the season. No, no. I think they mm. they're le- they're leaking goals. Uh, I think they have you know Ashley Young is old on their back line. Ashley Young plays for um he's playing for Everton. He moved this summer. Did oh he moved okay good catch yeah. there. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's... Ming's Ming's got hurt in the first week. Mm-hmm. But the attack though is I think 
did they sign Zaniolo, Nicola Zaniolo from uh from Fenerbahce? I think they did. I I don't think it went through yet because he hasn't played for them. No, Let's I know. See. I think it was slated to go through soon. Let me see if it's on their if he's on their squad Let's list see. somewhere. Yeah, he's he's listed on their squad list. Yeah, yeah. No, their attack is kind of their attack. Well, and then even with Mings going down, right? Their mm-hmm. starting center back pairing now is Diego Carlos and Pau Torres, which is like yeah, to me yeah. is more than good enough. Yeah, and Pau Torres was so good in La Liga, so good. So you yeah. can tell the connection with Unai Emery and bringing him over. So. Yeah, the midfield: Douglas Luiz, John McGinn, Tielemans. I know Buendia's hurt, but mm-hmm. they still have um, what's his name, Jacob Ramsey as well. Like right. they've got, and then Coutinho, Bailey, Musa Diaby. Zaniolo, like, mm. oh, and of course, uh, Bubakar Kamara as well as another defensive midfielder. Dude, they're they're stacked, man. They've got yeah. they've got a good team. So where honestly. do you put them? Where do you put them on the ladder? <sighs> See, I don't know, right? Because I think what'll happen probably is City and Arsenal. I think I agree with that as as a top as a top two. Mm-hmm. Newcastle, I think, will be. A little bit better than they were last year, but I think right. Liverpool will. I think Liverpool will also. I swear that they were going to sign somebody. But there's talk with Salah may leave for Saudis. That's why I put. The, I didn't put them in top four because if if that happens, no chance of top four. Why do you think? Why do you think that? There's rumors that Fabrizio. It's everywhere. no, 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 not not that Salah will leave. Oh. But why do you think they won't be able to cope? Because they they lost so much in their midfield, they're just now rebuilding that. They they have so many new players coming in from Gakpo, who really did not you know impress me personally. I know he was a mid season you know acquiring, but he didn't do much last season. It's a new season; he can produce. You know, you have Nunez, you have you know Samikas. I just I, dis, I disagree. I think I think um, I think Gakpo did all right. To be okay. honest, did but it? so I but I, in terms of a forward positions. I think if Salah leaves, you've got Sobuzlai, Nunez, mm-hmm. um, Diaz, Gakpo, Harvey Elliott that you can put over there. Mm-hmm. Um, who am I missing? But you're, you're going to get the same production of 25 goals a season. Though. Probably not. No, but it might be close, right? Diaz, they, they didn't have Diaz for the entire second half of last year. Right. He's got two goals in two games. So that's a mm-hmm. new... Oh, Jota's the other one. Like yeah. so, I like I think I'm I'm going to Fabrizio's Twitter right now, but I think right. obviously nobody wants to lose um, Mo Salah, right? Obviously, but I think mm-hmm. if they were going to lose a player, right? If they lost Van Dyke, like that's totally different. And Van Dyke hasn't even been that good. So, but they also never really recovered from losing Sadio Mane. Well, I think that was a function of the midfield, to be totally honest. It wasn't. It was a function of the midfield. And another thing that I heard, though, right, because he was hurt all of last year with Bayern, and then Bayern mm-hmm. was like, nah. So I think what happened was, so when when you do transfers and you do the medical testing as the players, mm-hmm. the tests are so extensive mm-hmm. that that's how long they'll offer a contract for right yeah, people right. ask why why they let when all them leave it's because the medical test mm-hmm. and they knew that his knees were shot and he wasn't going to be able to do anything so they let him go on a free and he's played mm-hmm. how many games for 
PSG and Roma, like two, none. Two. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the same thing with Mane. That's probably why they let him go. So I mean, Mane, he's only 30 years old. He's he's played some games at Saudi. I've, I've seen. I think he I scored mean, a couple. Yeah, sure. But like that doesn't mean that you're getting the same level of right whatever from him. So mm-hmm. and they've they've done that with other players. Why Naldum's a good example. They've done that with other players in, in the past. Um right. Fabrizio also said Liverpool have been clear with Mo Salah and Ali Tihad. No intention to negotiate. He's not for sale. So we'll see. Offer two hundred fifty million. We'll see. Yeah. Well, that's well. That's gonna be the. Uh, that's gonna be the plan, I think. Because uh, even Roberto Firmino, they let him go. He's shining in Saudi. Well, dude, well, also the level the level is not as high, right? Yeah, fair, fair. But he wasn't getting minutes even with Liverpool towards the back the back end. So there's that too. Well, that's to the point of how good, and also they're going through a, a rebuild kind of transition type phase. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I cannot find for the life of me where I saw that Liverpool was going to buy another midfielder. Who? I mean, they got Endo, right? That was the last, I think, transfer that went through. I think for them. I, th- I thought that, yeah, yeah, it was, but I thought they were looking at somebody else. Maybe I'm just making it up. I don't know. Um, Jao Cancelo, Gabri Vega. I can't believe he went to Saudi. That's crazy. Yeah, because he's, he's young. money, generational wealth. I, 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 part of me can't blame him. A lot of people are saying Saudi is ruining football. I don't see it that way. It's just you know shrewd business decisions. And if it was this way, where I think I don't remember which player it was. I think it was Oscar from the old Oscar from Brazil when he yeah, went yeah. to the Chinese Super League a few years back. And for all that money, they looked at him and he was saying how he has to look after his family because the players, the owners, they look at the players in much the same way. If they're not producing, they get thrown out and somebody else gets brought in. That's better. That'll generate more ticket sales, more money for the players. So why fault the players for going and setting up generational wealth, especially if you're from Brazil or Mexico and you grew up poor and this is the first like real money you come into secure that legacy. Of course. I also say, though, like, if you're at the top, top, top of the game, you're gonna end up making that much money anyways. At some, at not, not, not to that extent, but mm-hmm. that like he was gonna be making general generational wealth anyways at after this next move, after this next contract, regardless of where he went, because he was either right. gonna to go to Saudi or he was gonna to go to a big club somewhere. I think, um, there are some Premier League teams that were looking at him and and some other various. I can't find it. So why do you Whatever. think Neymar went to Saudi? He's still got five years worth of gas for a top club. Is it strictly money? I think because nobody, none of the big clubs in Europe want to pay the wages for the, for the, on his day, he's one of the best players in the world, but too often he's not showing up now. Like the numbers are good right. for PSG, but they're not great. They haven't gone far in the Champions League. And the wages that he would command would be like you could buy including the wage back right so the wage package plus the transfer fee you mm-hmm. could buy two top class players like you could buy Sobozlai and Gakpo right for for Neymar money and they're both way younger like why would you why would you do that that just right. seems like a waste of money i think for those for some of those for some of those clubs and then PSG didn't want him anymore and the only people that can afford him are the um was the Saudi league. So I mean it was a good, good bit of business for you know they got 
PSG got six years out of him, runners up, you know, in the Champions League and 100 million from Saudi, you know. And so I think Saudi is good. Personally, they helped Chelsea out of a huge financial hole, bought a bunch of our players. So hey. yeah, they've been they've been great for a lot of clubs in Europe that have been needing to offload players. And I think also PSG was um I think the number that they were gonna accept for Neymar was 30 mil. Yeah, yeah. So I think for them, they're they are dancing in the streets for this. It's like <laughs> we got rid of him and it's fine. And it sucks for the rest of us that wanted to watch him on the biggest stage, but absolutely at the end of the day, aside from the fact that saying it's a business, but it's also the player what the player wants to do. And if Neymar wants to go to Saudi and get a private jet and 17 BMWs and a house with a hot tub <laughs> and whatever, like whatever right. the other stuff was that mm-hmm. was being reported on Instagram. Like, yeah. I like what, just cause we wouldn't do it. doesn't mean somebody else wouldn't would. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I don't know. It is what it is. It's, it's a, yeah. it sucks for us as the fan, but this is kind of what we were talking about beforehand. Like what the player wants to do is so important. And, it's like somebody wants to say, hey, do you want to go to Tampa for a trial? Tampa, like, mm-hmm. they need a player in XYZ position. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, right. So not that I'm the same as Neymar, obviously. But um, of course. But like so much with the player. Oh, I didn't know Damari, Damari Gray is going to Saudi also. So is Verratti. Yeah, so yeah, is Verratti. My- Verratti's talented, but PSG, you know, they're they're cleaning house. So I don't, you know. Also, he's apparently he still is partying like every day, Verratti. Uh huh. Yeah, but I mean, Neymar is also on a, a shorter deal. I think it's a two year deal, two three year deal. So he hopes to come back when he's thirty three into top football at, or even MLS. They're stopping becoming MLS after Messi leaves. So that could be another big boon for you know U.S. soccer and our domestic league as it continues to grow and thrive. Yeah. So. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. It's very, 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 very interesting. And that is, man, it's gonna bug me now that I can't. All right, I'm gonna Google Liverpool transfer business because I'm gonna be annoyed if I can't find it. <laughs> you do Liverpool. It. So as you're doing that, your relegation three. Who you got? I think, I think, is it Benjamin Andre? I think that's who it is. Who's he play for? Lille. No, uh, he plays in the French league. Oh, I can okay. I can see his FIFA team with a season card in my head. Oh no no, <laughs> this is a different this is a different Andre. Who is he? All right, I don't. That's not who I thought that was. Apparently, they're also looking at check <laughs> check Ducore. But this Andre guy is a Brazilian Brazilian player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. All right, whatever. Um, let's see. 